0: All right, cool. So, welcome, welcome, welcome again to another episode here of Africans Talk Football TV. Um, it's been a little bit since we've all sat down together. How how's everybody doing tonight?
1: Good, man. Really good.
0: Splendid, splendid. Yeah, I know. Uh, our our teams have had some some rough weeks, but you know, it, it's misery loves company, right? <laughs> so, I'm glad we're all here <laughs> together. You know, on another night again. Just want to say shout out to all of our friends and friends. Thank you for. Just following with us, supporting us from the jump. And if you are a new supporter here, um, we meet weekly. And today we actually have a very special episode. Usually it's just the four of us, Mike, Gabriel, Salam, and I. But, you know, today we're joined by Yosef, um, who's super interesting. We just had a little bit, you know, of a a brief before we hopped on to record here tonight. But a very, very interesting guy. Um, I have a whole bunch of questions for him. I wanted to hand it over to Salam, who kinda introduce this uh this little merger here we have today. So salah.
1: Yeah. Um Mike said, uh Yosef, thank you for hopping on with us. Thank you for uh giving us your time. Um Yosef is the co founder of a company called Sangalo. And um I don't wanna take away from you. I kinda want you to to get into it. So just wanna say thank you again for hopping on and just kinda
2: welcome. Probably. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. This is it's rare for me to talk with a bunch of Africans about football. (laughs) One of my favorite activities. So (laughs) my bread and butter, honestly.
1: Welcome, bro. Welcome. Welcome. So um, like I said, you're one of the co-founders of Sangalo. Kind of tell us a little bit about that and um, how you got into it.
2: Yeah, um, it's actually my co-founder had this idea. So we obviously all immigrated to the U.S and grew up all over the world. I obviously grew up in Africa. Um, and the idea was like we were trying to we all have our what I would call like uh secondary team. So of course I am an mm-hmm. Arsenal fan. Uh that is really and I was trying to get a jersey from back home, which was impossible. And he was trying to do the same thing and we're like, hey, why is it so difficult to get jerseys from back home? And then we'd go play pickup football across New York City and see all these guys wearing the PSG jersey, the Real Madrid, the Chelsea jersey, and you talk to them, it's because they couldn't find jerseys from wherever they had come from originally. So that's kind of where the mm-hmm. idea came from. We were like, why shouldn't you be able to get a jersey from Ghana, a jersey from uh, you know Laos, a jersey from Belize? Like, why shouldn't you get it? And that's kind of like how we started the company. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. So uh, I'm, I'm glad you kind of gave us a little backstory, but we always just like to to jump from the beginning. So, you know, as Africans talk football TV, we all are from different countries. You know, Gabriel and I from Liberia, Mike Ghanaian, Salam Ethiopian. So kind of tell us where are you originally from, or at least where are your parents from? When did you come to the States? When did that love for Arsenal form? Was it more so a family thing or did you pick Arsenal on your own? And then And then, you know, like, Obviously, is is dope to be able to go to get a jersey from Belize. I've never even seen a Belize jersey, so kind of how did the formation of the company start with you and your co-founder?
2: Yeah, um, I'll give you the brief version because the the longer version we don't have. Yeah, the time yeah, for it. yeah. We, we don't need we don't need to sit down in the backyard, Africans drinking beer. beer. Yeah, no, no. I I know I grew up uh, in East Africa, so Ethiopia, Eritrea, and Sudan were like all my formative years. Um, so like, that's really where I grew up. And I think you guys understand like, football is a religion. Uh, back home, it's like people don't understand here in the US. And I'm like, no, it's it's a religion. Um, but I actually remember like my earliest memories were Syria A, it was like big. I remember Gabriel Batistusta playing for Fiorentina was like my, like when I really got introduced. Not, you know, you play on the street and so on. And I just remember the old Highbury days. Like this is like, I remember just tuning in TV, did no single team stumble upon Arsenal I'm like this is like Arsenal their glory day you know Wenger the double the olds Bergkamp you know you watch that and what what can I say man that stuff is addicting so like one week became two weeks became three weeks you know I don't know anything it's not like today where you can just like see the schedule then it was just like Saturday and Sunday you see what's on TV um and unfortunately that's when the addiction started when it was the high of highs with Arsenal the good old days thought that was going to be life um but yeah that's that's how i got into football and how i got into arsenal honestly and then about 10 years ago i uh moved to the states you know just uh different reasons but that the one constant is arsenal and by extension football honestly it's like the one thing i've kept maintained throughout my whole life yeah um i forgot the rest part of the question my bad
0: no very cool so yeah so like the last part of the question was so how did that love for football kind of spur you and your co-founder to you know to to get into the company
2: uh yeah i mean it's like one of those things we both worked uh what i would call like corporate jobs but the, that's not where the passion was like you want to do well but the passion mm-hmm. was in football like and so it's kind of a dream to be able to work in football which is also you know, i play football every day i work at football every day i talk about football every day i watch football every day so for me it was just a, a natural continuation so it was just like Hey, we think there's a twofold. There's like a uh, there's a business. It's a business, of course, but it's also like uh, we're trying to do good here. It's like mm-hmm. why don't these teams deserve the recognition? Right? They're just as well run. They're professionally maintained. They actually have more, I would say, impact on their local communities compared to you know the, not 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 to say PSG doesn't do stuff in their community, but like people paying you know ninety five bucks for a Mbappe shirt compared to people paying 65 bucks for a para fc shirt there's a bigger di- impact on the local community so that's kind of you know we were talking about it and we're like yeah th- this is the move um it's we're young obviously like but mm-hmm. that is kind of like the goal is like to make these household names so that when i mention a belizean team or a team from bhutan people are like i know what that team is like that is like our goal really
1: mm-hmm. so yeah i mean just looking at your portfolio of the clubs that you have partnerships with like how I guess for one like how did you get those partnerships and like two <laughs> what, how, how is it like facilitating um like those connections and like you know um I guess you know doing business that way
2: yeah um at the, getting the clubs uh, honestly my co-founder would go on and on forever uh, a lot of hard work is what I'll say it's just like but really it's a combination of like, does the team fit the profile we're looking for? Like, are they involved in their local community? Mm-hmm. Um, do they have, like, are they relatively professional? Do they have like high standards? Um, are they willing to work with us? Cause there's also the, the aspect of like, who are these random in their eyes, like Westerners, like texting us, be like, Hey, can we buy some of your shirts? Do you want a partner? And they're like, we've never done this before. We have no idea who you are. But then the, uh-huh. the, the more they hear about like what we're trying to achieve, they're all like, yeah this this is absolutely like we love the idea we love the mission it's a partnership right it's like Mm -hmm. it doesn't work if they're not interested it doesn't work for us if they're not interested so um that's kind of how it is um as to finding them it's just like like what's what's going on what seasons are still in flux um just a lot of factors to be honest there's a lot of teams out there but finding the right partner is quite difficult um in all honesty so you
1: talk you talk about like um your values um like of the company like can you talk a little bit about what those values are and like what do you look for um, when you're establishing a, a partnership with the club
2: yeah i think the biggest thing is like uh I, I hate to repeat the word it's like a partnership it's like it cannot be one one direction it's like mm-hmm. they have to be willing to work with us they have to have some trust in what we're doing and on the flip side it's like hey when someone buys this shirt we have to make sure you are going to use this money in like a good way not just like you know let me go spend it on uh, whatever it Mm -hmm. is you want to say so that's kind of where the balance is and there's like a lot of trust because you know like you look at where these teams are based and where I am where we are based it's all over the world it's not like we can have the opportunity to fly we'd be flying six continents every single week so yeah that's kind of like getting to know the teams getting to know the owners getting to know the manufacturers getting to know people who run in the club sometimes we talk to the coaches the club managers just like building a quite a deep relationship all policy
3: yeah yeah that is very cool um even just talking about the process so um what is the uh like the uh like the time process into each partnership you go into. So how long does it take for you to uh, establish like a
2: partnership? Uh, when it goes well, uh, like it can go be as short as like a couple of weeks. Uh, uh-huh. when it, sometimes it goes as far as like months, like things you think, uh-huh. conversations. Because, you know, it's like they have to check in with their board, with their teams, uh-huh. with the people who own the clubs um so it's just like waiting for that process depending if the season's not happening then they're not going to meet so you have to wait for three four or five months until everyone's back together okay. a lot of the time yeah. they're also traveling so like some of our partners are in like uh, the afc like the asian uh, cup so it's yeah. like they have away games they have home games so mm-hmm. they don't have the opportunity to talk to us so sometimes you just have to wait months maybe mm-hmm. weeks just to have a conversation wow. so it really rages, is the truth
3: hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Can you talk about like what from you talk about like you have like you're all over the place. Like talk about like where where do your partnerships like range from?
2: Yeah. So we mostly focus on uh, Asia, Africa and Central and South America, because the truth is like a lot mm-hmm. of the other markets. It's like relatively easy to access. Um, yeah. Like if you want a shirt from any league in England, you can basically get it. Same with France, Germany, MLS and so on. So, yeah, that's our primary focus is what we'd call like uh the forgotten market. market yeah yeah i see the forgotten market is like one yeah. way but i'm like the the deserving market is the way i yeah. try to okay okay it. That, that's uh, the way i try to think like about that. like they deserve the this recognition but yeah absolutely so th- those are our primary focus okay
3: okay it's
2: so like okay. the the shirt you see behind me is the, uh-huh. they are the champion like that's ezra fc uh, champions mm-hmm. of laos it's like when you think of this like, they're not just a football club there's like they have a school. They have a development center. This is just like one small part of their oh, yeah. establishment. So that's like you talk mm-hmm. to them and you're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you're you're actually making a change in your community." So for me, I'm like, I talk to them and all my energy comes back. So that's kind of wow. like finding good partners. Is it, it, it it's what that, makes the cool. week good? Okay. Yeah,
4: absolutely. That's that's super. That's super super cool. Um, I wanted to know so. As you kind of speak about, you know, a lot of these clubs do a lot for their community. Do you plan on, at least, no, this is kind of in the future, um, I, I would say, but do you kind of plan on, you know, kind of partnering with those partners, at least, you know, getting more involved with those communities, actually going to the clubs and actually, you know, kind of putting your foot on the grounds and actually, you know, interacting that way as well? Is that something that you see in the future?
2: Uh- Yes, that's among many other things that I see in my future, really <laughs> depends on whether, you know, we could afford it to but yeah, like the truth is like, um, yeah, jerseys are just one part of it. It's like, whatever we can help uh, the clubs, uh, we would love to be involved. Um, so yeah, it's like, we would love to be deep, deeply involved. Because it's like, the more we help them, the more they can help us. It's like a mutual relationship. But yeah, for, for now, it's just the smaller relationship, but we're hoping to grow that in the future.
1: Okay um i kind of have like three like rapid kind of fire questions um if no one kind of has anything else um doesn't necessarily really pertain to um sangalo just kind of like more towards about you um first one um you say you say you're an arsenal fan who's your favorite arsenal player (laughs)
2: um this is gonna shock a lot of uh, people but uh uh, Lauren, he was used to be the right back no in way. the thousands, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, Lauren. yeah, okay, closely followed by, of course, Patrick Vieira. <laughs>
4: Wait, uh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta deep dive into Lauren. Why? What, what, <laughs> what, what, mm-hmm. what, what made you? We <laughs> have to know, from? yeah, we uh, have to know.
2: You know, I don't have a good reason, it's just like I used to watch him, he was just so just you know, like we talk about the strong men in football. I, I used to mm-hmm. watch the team, and he was just so underrated. Just quiet, quiet. He he was the he was not, sh- you know, what's the thing? You know, like the flashy players, the, yeah. you know, not Henri who scores yeah. all the goals. Sure he was just in. there. He was, yeah, he was just yeah. dependable. You know, he was the Claude Makaleli. Mm-hmm. In my mind, when people talk about defensive midfielders, no one talks about Makaleli in Real Madrid, right? But he was mm-hmm. the linchpin of that era. That's mm-hmm. how I feel about Lauren in the early 2000s for arsenal Oh, okay. People
0: people talk about Mikhail. He he doesn't go, he's not an unsung. <laughs> <hero>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I know enough. what you mean. I know what you yeah. mean. That's Yeah, that's a good
2: one. That's a
3: good one. Yeah, I think I have one more question about Sangalo. Um, so as of now, you have eight teams, yes, from uh, all these different parts of the world. Um, has there been any team that you wanted that turned you guys down?
2: Uh, yes. But I don't know. I if mean, I, you
3: don't have to. Just, yeah, yeah. Like, I Tell mean, us a name. Yeah, but. yeah,
2: yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, you know, sometimes it falls through just for, like, financial reasons. It's just too mm-hmm. expensive just to be able to import export. Sometimes okay. it's just the season ends and they're like, hey, like, there's no point in doing this. We'll talk again. So that's, but, yeah, the, the, the sad truth, that's a pretty common. There's, like, many teams we'd want to work with. It just uh-huh. has to fit. Yeah.
1: No way. Okay. So can... can can you say those teams
3: real
2: quick? The 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 so ones things. we currently have available, yeah. or yeah. yeah so yeah. we have Paro FC, uh, champions of Bhutan. Um, Hanoi FC, champions, former champions, I think second, finished second of Vietnam. Uh, Highlanders yeah. of Zimbabwe. Um, Express yeah. FC of Uganda. Uh, Ezra yeah. FC of Laos. Hyderabad FC of the ISL in India. Um, Dinamos FC also of Zimbabwe. And wow. finally, we have Gaylang International FC of Singapore.
4: Wow.
2: Yeah. And we, we expect to have a couple more teams in the next couple of weeks as well. Yeah, if you okay. see the socials and so on. Yeah. So we're going to have another couple more teams coming. in the new so,
3: so how often do you guys uh, add teams?
2: We add a couple every few weeks because usually our okay. model, like we, it's like a limited number of shirts that we have are available. So it's like okay. get in while you can and then. We kind of cycle through the teams, uh, you know, seasons ending, things like that. So yeah, mm-hmm. we typically have uh, eight to ten teams at any one time.
1: Okay. Um, you're Ethiopian. I'm curious. Do you follow like in like the 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 league in Ethiopia? Do you have a favorite team there?
2: No, I. The truth is, I don't. Okay. Yeah. It's like one of those things people always ask.
1: I don't need yeah, I, I
2: people ask, you know, <laughs> yeah. this, this is kind of the reason, right? I like started mm-hmm. the company, right? Cause like it there I know a lot of my friends growing up didn't follow teams locally either. Yeah. And that's part of the reason. It's just because like, yeah, Premier League owns everything, right? Like when you think about mm-hmm. it, everyone is a Chelsea, Arsenal, Man United, so on fans. Like that's kind of what we're hoping to help elevate these teams to be like, yeah, you should follow local teams. Like they are they are mm-hmm. huge. And that's kind of yeah. So a short answer. I do not have a local team. Okay.
3: Okay. I also think we uh, take for granted how in some of these parts of the world they don't have the resources to, yeah. you know, do all the broadcasting and, you know, yeah. bring in these games into homes. So uh, the growth, you don't really hear about it. Like yeah. the Ghanaian league, um, to be honest, I feel like it's it's been the same since I was a kid. I haven't seen any improvement it looks the same even when i look back today it looks the
2: same
1: yeah man um well yeah i mean hopefully you know i think through platforms like this i think um you know, it, it will help, you know, people like us kind of, you know, tap back into our, to our roots. And, you know, um, the local teams back there, because I, I know I have like a, a few people I grew up with, like they, they, they support the teams that they kind of, their hometown. So I always think that's kind of cool. Yeah.
4: Um, and bring awareness too. Yeah. a lot of awareness yeah. as well.
1: Exactly. Most definitely. Um, I had I had a question about just
0: Jersey sales in general. Where do you, I mean do you see a lot of these jerseys going back mostly to you know the home country of which you know the players are or do you see them going elsewhere like That's do you question. actually see where these jerseys are going
2: yeah it's uh, really we sell internationally like locally they're typically able to sell because you know how it is people are able to mm-hmm. go buy from like the local shop or even at like, the yeah. stadium and so on so yeah mm-hmm. we primarily focus on essentially the international market so like Europe, the Americas, uh, Australia, New Zealand, some parts of Asia. So, like, we sell across the world, which, you know, okay. whether you're a diaspora or a collector. So, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, for our Zimbabwean mm-hmm. teams, we got people in Switzerland, people in Australia, so on and so forth, just like mm-hmm. buying. It. But yeah, it's crazy. Some days I'll be packing shirts and just like seeing where they're going. I'm like, oh, we have 10, team- 10 shirts from this team in Zimbabwe going to 10 different countries. It's kind of just cool wow. to see me like, yeah. I know there's 10 different people who are about to rep this shirt in two weeks yeah and it's like coming from our office so it's, it's pretty cool to see that's
4: that. dope. What what's the most um i guess i i want to say like obscure but what's the most like what's the rarest i guess you can say co- country that you've shipped a, a jersey to oh that you like you got you got the shipping label and you're like oh what really like that's um... that's that's okay
2: <laughs> um I, I will say instead of country, it's it was we. I remember this like this a while ago. We shipped a shirt to Norway, and you're like, oh, okay, that's not an obscure country. And then it, it wasn't Norway. We're talking like deep, deep in the mountains, like.
3: Oh, Mountains. Geez. Like, <laughs>
2: nobody lives there, my man. Like, nobody Holland, lives there.
1: Holland. and them. Oh, yeah. Like,
2: I was like, I don't even know they could deliver it here. But, you know, across <laughs> to you. Yeah. Like, the kind of place, if the apocalypse happened, they wouldn't know what happened. And that's how remote it was. Yeah. So it's crazy to shift a shirt from, you know, one of our Zimbabwean teams to there. So it was pretty cool to see. Wow.
0: yeah so that that was actually kind of one of my questions too so like with having a you know a newer company or a young company i should say what what is your day-to-day like you know you you just talked about you packaging yourself and shipping them off to you know 10 different spots just for a a zimbabwean team what you know do you do you hop on the morning get on the phone and and you know try to look at teams or are you doing research mostly or is it you know a little bit of whatever the day brings
2: It's a little bit of everything, you know, it's where a small team at the end of the day, we're still quite young. But yeah, it's like Mm -hmm. um, I have a quite a weird working hour and sleeping schedule, which for Mm -hmm. the first time in my life come in real (laughs) handy with this company because I get text 3 a.m., 3 p.m. It doesn't matter. It's like someone's texting me at any point or calling, you know, logistics, operations, stuff is stuck in Mm -hmm. customs. Teams want to talk. Customers want to talk. Um, outreach, you you name it, it's like we do everything, like ourselves at the end of the day, um, but yeah, it's like a little bit of everything, um, but yeah, my WhatsApp is better left unseen because there are days where I'm like, you just scroll through and it's like, Sixteen countries in the last eighteen messages. I'm like, oh man, it's fun. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, it's fun, but I'm like, hey yeah. man, you called me, and it's two thirty in the morning, my friend. Like, yeah. I'm happy to help, but in the future, could you wait an hour or two? Yeah, yeah it gets yeah. a little hectic sometimes.
1: Okay, um, well, definitely. Uh, we talked about this before. Um, we talked. We are planning on doing a giveaway um, uh, here soon uh, when we hit. Uh, 1,000 followers on Instagram, so uh, we're very proud and appreciative to to be able to collaborate with you and um, give something back to um, our listeners. Um, I have two more questions for you. Um, let's talk a little bit about the landscape of African soccer now. Um, who do you think the best African player is, and who do you think the best African team is?
2: Oh, that's a good question. Um, mm. hmm. This is going to be an unpopular opinion. Um,
3: <laughs>
2: and I should not have started with that, but uh, I do. because it's, it's because he's now plays in the Saudi leagues. So people are going to be like, oh, how can you say Sadio Mane? It's a cop-out. But I think it's like, you know, you talk about Koulibaly. He's over it. Sal- not sorry, there, Chelsea Yeah. yeah so nah, it's like. He's not there. Yeah. And like. Mani still has this magic. You see him. I know it's like he's come down a couple of leagues. So I think money is still like that. Man was just something else. You know, I hated play watching Arsenal play against it. So I think he is was still the best player. Mm-hmm. Um, the truth is, like all the best players from Africa, leave just like economically. So you can talk about the best African players. You can talk about them. In, you typically in Europe, mm-hmm. um, as far as the best African team. Uh, it's kind of like you, we talk about the TP Mazembez, Alali, like a lot of the Egyptian teams, like they're able to keep their core. So I would have to say, mm-hmm. like, because you know, talk about Zamalek, Alali, they have to be the best teams. Uh, it's like the truth. Like, when they're able to keep your team yeah. together and your core, you end up being able to build an actual team. So I think it's got to be yeah. one of them.
1: Yeah. Okay. How about international country?
2: Uh, best? Yeah, the national country. Um, not Argentina, I'll tell you that. Um, All <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we'll, right, uh, put a pin on that. I yeah, it. no, don't worry. Um, best, um, I ha- it has to be Senegal. Like that team is absolutely yeah. stacked. Um, stacked like absolutely incredible team. Like honestly, like generally incredible team. Okay.
1: Um. Well, you brought up. Uh, Argentina, I actually wanted to ask uh, you th- this before. Um, I didn't know if you had to go or not, but um, you and everybody, um, Messi just won his, I think, eighth Ballon d'Or.
2: Um, <laughs> I just kind of
1: wanted to get your feed, your your uh, thoughts on that. You know, um, a lot of people obviously are saying that it um, should have went to Holland, should have went to Mbappe. Um, me personally, I I think that the person who should have won it won it um but you know i'll give it to you
4: <laughs>
1: um yeah
3: <laughs> i mean I, told- I, I feel like this is the last the last hurrah we can all cry about it later i was I mean, just
0: going to say that mike <laughs> i was just
3: going to say eight this is this ridiculous is- but it is what it is, man. I mean, but,
1: but did you, do you guys think that he was deserving of, I mean, not deserving, but do you guys think that the other, which
3: Messi, players he's players, deserving he's every year over, he's playing yeah, over I Holland?
1: Like.
0: Yeah. Just because of I the mean, World Cup. I, just because of the World Cup. And unfortunately, I, I mean, mean, wasn't there, so he wasn't able to participate, but
2: mm-hmm.
4: you can, you can make, you can make cases for both guys. I feel like, yeah. Um, you, I mean, the World Cup is it's, it's like the cap onto the great career. It's a, it's a, yeah. Yep. It's it's a big. It's I mean, it's really one of the biggest ones. I think it's the biggest one. I'm being completely honest for me. I think it's every footballer's dream to bring a World Cup back to his country. You know what I mean? So to do that, especially with a historic player like him, you no, know, it's amazing. <laughs> but it, it's hard to. It's gonna be the one of those ones where, you know, it's kind of like, I, I don't want to say it's as close, but it's almost like when when Virgil lost. And it's like, yo, do you not? The season that mm-hmm. this guy had was, yeah. pro, like proper. Like I mean, Holland's season. You can't ask for a better season from Holland. I mean, he set so many records. Won pretty, virtually everything that he could win. Um, mm-hmm. with City, you know what I mean. Um, and it's kind of just. It's unfortunate, honestly. It's really unfortunate. Like <laughs> like when Lewandowski lost, when Holland lost, you know, it's when Virgil van Dyke lost. I feel like those three you could make R- Ronaldo's very, last very, one. Yeah, Ronaldo's last one, too. Against honestly, we yeah. can yeah, we can be real. I mean, but just more speaking speaking more is like directly for Messi wise. I mean, those three you can really look at and say Messi really could only have five. Um and I don't. The tough one is the Holland's resume. He's more than deserving. I think he's more than deserving to get it. But, like you said, Mike, you know, just they're going to let him have this one. They're going to say, all right, you guys, this this is your guys' time after this. Messi won't probably get another one after this. So it's unfortunate. It really is because, I mean, I don't know if Holland will be able to get a treble and break another record like he did last season. Um, But, hey goat settings you know Here, <laughs> goat settings
2: here's my question then for you guys so messi wanted on the world cup we agree right N- not on mm-hmm. not on his regular season so no, really w- right. no, yeah no. so we really what we're saying is messi's contribution to world cup and i'm not saying he didn't he was a, he was amazing he only contributed five minutes every game but it was the most important five <laughs> minutes every single yeah. time yeah it's like messi's world cup of Outweighed Holland, winning a treble in his first season in the Premier League, breaking the goal-scoring record. I know it's Man City, but I'm just like when you when you read like the history books, you know, like when we read about Pele and whoever else won it in 1982. I'm like, there's a guy who scored, broke the Premier League record, won a treble in his first season, and then.
0: And I I agree with you. It, it is crazy. Yeah, even I, saying I agree that too. And I saw <laughs> and I saw something on Twitter. And I saw something on Twitter that said you know, I mean, people are always saying the game is done, the game is done, but they're like, you know, you have Fabrizio breaking the news on Messi winning the Ballon d'Or, you know, hours before it's announced in the ceremony. Like, months. why do we even, you, mm-hmm. oh, oh, sure, we could say months, but he actually did it day of. you know what I mean? He's yeah. coming out tweeting this and it's like, there used to be an allure. There used to be a kind of mystique around this whole thing. Yeah, and I don't want to call it a popularity contest now yeah. or, a, you, you know, like a, who do we like better to give the award to? But, you know, we were kind of just talking about it with the last people. Lewandowski, unfortunately, you know, the year he went off was COVID year, so he wasn't able to get his. But you can look at a few of Messi's and say, did he actually have a better season than who was number two? You know, you can look at that. You know, you, we, we can go down the list and look at a few of them. But I, I think right now in the age of today, Messi was going to get it after. I, I mean, he's he's been football's international superstar for years you know this move to America has only made him even more popular it's kind of one of those things now where you have American eyes on it so they're looking at this award ceremony now too to see you know who wins so they're kind of seeing Mbappe and Holland as the runners-up but they're seeing Messi as the best player in the world I think that's kind of it's just it, I think it's been a big marketing thing for you know since Absolutely. that World Cup since that World Cup through this whole year it's it's just been the Messi show you know so yeah. It, I kind of always knew it was going to go to him, regardless yeah, it's, of it's, you know the stats. It's,
4: de- it's definitely a marketing thing for sure. I feel like I feel like the the I don't know the the football. Um, I guess the the board of whoever like constitutes all the football stuff that happens pretty much was just like you know we need to pick a goat. I like think I feel like they need to pick a goat between <laughs> Ronaldo and Messi. Honestly, I feel like they just needed it for the football world. Like you know, there's like a goat of each era. I feel like. They just needed one for this era, and they they chose him after some time. It's like, listen, we're gonna just make yeah. you him, and after that, then we can have you know the Messi era, then whoever's after Messi, which I think yeah, you know, listen, Bob man, Bay it's, it's a- and stuff. So. I, it's I a just,
0: French award given by the French magazine. Messi played at PSG. You know, it, it's it's been a whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like it's it's a whole thing. Like what's you yeah. you read between the lines, you're like, all right, I get, I get it, what but, you're saying. Like, but you, Yosef, yeah. I agree with you, man. You look at what Holland did in his first year. It's scary. Uh, yeah.
1: no, I, I get the whole thing about uh, like you know, it's a nice like um I guess kind of cap just final whatever to to to, to a great career, but you know, I think he's afforded the benefit of the doubt, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm, considering yes. that everything else that he's won, he's he's more than earned. And um, you know, I, I think, um, like Gabriel said, I think, like obviously, like did he did he really you know should he have won it over Holland? I guess. Should have
2: Nedved wanted. <laughs> <green. You> know? <laughs> like, oh it man, is. there's Bigger so many. Is. That's <laughs> a good one. Yeah, I was waiting to drop that. I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna show my color, <laughs> <yet, so." laughs> no, but, yeah. but,
1: but, but you know what? That's actually a good point. What was more like not egregious, but what was more like wow, like Henri losing to Nedved or, or Holland losing to um Messi now? I, I Nedved. Okay, <laughs> let me you. <laughs> me.
3: You're
1: telling me Nedved didn't didn't deserve that?
2: Absolutely not. Bro,
1: it was
3: a shock <laughs> to everybody. I, I remember it. Bro.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think any any fan who is not a Juventus fan in that era, with you know, regardless, mm-hmm. is like, henry deserved it, right? Nedved was Mm-hmm. he's good but come on it was Henri in his prime in his pomp. like he, of course he deserved yeah. it
1: Okay.
3: yeah it was his year that year
2: yeah it really was
1: okay we usually have this segment that we do called start sub sell I don't have one today but I did just kind of have a general question I was listening to this podcast earlier and they were talking about some of the best strikers in the world and I looked around and I thought to myself if I were to think of the, the the top three strikers in the world, no particular order, I would throw right a, now. Holland is in there, Kane is in there. And the third for the I don't know. You wanna say Lewandowski? Or I don't know. I don't know. I just the third <laughs> one, it could be anybody. Victor Osseman. I was gonna say Oshman <laughs> overlay out. Not and Let's I don't say even I think overlay out right now. Yeah. Let's say those three, right? I was watching the David Beckham documentary, and I forgot. Um, was it Beckham's debut when they played Majorca, and Etto was on that team? Yeah, uh-huh. right. So, if Etto was playing right now, do you think he'd be the best striker in the world? And then I have a double up in another person. world. If he was playing right now, would he be better than the? Would he be better than Kane, Holland, and Victor Osimhen? I think he's stronger than Holland. Which sounds crazy. I think he'd be the best player. In I think,
0: and he's more techy than.
3: E- Eto played in a crazy era. He, he played in a wild era on the best teams. Uh, I, I, I would, I would, I would give him a you know the advantage. On the best teams, too, I yeah, I think yeah, yeah, he probably one or would. Two.
1: So he would be the best striker in the world if he played. So he bad. was in the
3: era with Ibrahimovic, all these guys, the Agueros, the Ronaldo, all these guys. And but
0: even him as a young Spaniard. Like you're right, he was playing against Mallorca when or with Mallorca when they were playing Figo. Exactly.
3: <laughs> Figo and all these guys. <laughs> the I'm going to say all
2: yes. Though. You know why? Cuz then at the end of his career when he went to Inter or right, towards the end he wasn't playing the striker, right? He was doing the role that Mourinho was. So he showed yeah, exactly. a different side of his work do. rate, ethic, tracking back, and yeah. still contributed goals in that team. Okay, that's yeah. fair. So then here's my when next
4: one. He... Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to say one healthy because you know he yeah. had injury. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> when yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, him at Chelsea was not like – that. Was him at Chelsea, yeah. But still Van Gogh. He still – yeah, and he still won. Mm-hmm. But he, yeah, I remember when he scored against us. I'll never forget <laughs> Um, but anyway, same question, except throw Didier Drogba in there. If Didier Drogba mm. was playing right now, would you be the best striker in the
2: world? No. Only in the big games. I'm... Like if no. you told me Drogba, but only for like Champions League final, FA Cup final, last <laughs> yeah, game yeah. of the season, I'd be like, Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. every other game, no.
4: no. No, I'm sorry, not Drogba. Yeah, no. I, I love jo- I love Drogba too, but nah.
3: Drogba jo- would be like a Tony right now. Like he that's, crazy. Goes, that's crazy, Mike. That's crazy. Oh, no no, way. no I, I'm, I've been telling I
0: see I see what you mean he's better he, than he always
3: goals, but one thing we know about drug the final he will be there mm-hmm. but like his what? goal scoring rate was not like at the Holland level at the salah level
4: yeah.
1: it, it was never like that though like, Tony,
4: you're saying to- say. hold on do even at Tony level
1: you think he'd be better when he's count. not even at Tony level.
4: I mean, numbers, I'm about if we're talking, numbers, I'm talking about if we're talking numbers, we're talking numbers. He scores more. Like Tony will score more per season than Drogba. I believe so. Right now, yes, I, I, I personally think so. I would agree with that. If, like, this yeah, guy, this, this agree is agree.
3: This, I, you're an Arsenal fan, so we can't really. <laughs> I would agree. No, no, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not but, Arsenal fan. But, but, don't but, on, don't,
0: no, you know, I would I agree. I, right. Mike, I would agree with you. Also, yeah, we, like you said, Drogba's scoring. In every big match, like we know that, I, Where we, I can't he's say scoring. that for a lot of these strikers. Rate Tony wait,
1: scores goals. You're gonna, what rate does Tony score goal? That no, well, he just back. He, he, he back just 18
3: on. or 20 goals last season. Am i might i that's mistaken?
1: what I'm saying. We're talking about did he? The Prem. <laughs> dro-
4: scoring. Did, was scoring around 18 goals a season? 10000 percent in this area, it's clear, yeah. At least he he's understand. not clearing Tony, bro. He's he's Strong on the same way. 20.
3: That's what Tony's scoring though in the press. Like, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. I don't, the numbers don't lie. I don't think
1: you want that man to do. I think that's crazy. Okay, we can agree to this. You know what's agree.
3: crazy? In my whole lifetime, I swear Arsenal fans are the only ones. That will never give Drogba, you know, the full credit. You know why? They know why. <laughs> they, they know what drug did to them, bro. I yeah. swear, every Arsenal fan that I've known in my life will always tell me, "Oh, Drogba's overrated. Drogba's overrated."
4: No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't believe that.
1: I don't think he's overrated. That, that perm ponytail, <laughs> doing this celebration. You already know, dude. the celebration. It's over. Uh, Drugba, yo, Martin Tyler loved him, man. Drugba,
4: Drugba. Yeah.
1: Drug um, Joseph, I know you're tight on time. You have, you, you yeah, can. I have, yeah, I have like a ten more minutes. Yeah. All right, cool, cool, okay. cool. But Before we talk about my team, let's just what? So, as an Arsenal fan, you've seen a lot, you know. So, so talk about just kind of like the state of your team now. Just kind of like, how do you feel about? like them now
2: amazing is let, let, let me let me summarize the stuff amazing mm-hmm. but you know what it is it's because and i'm a little it's the arsenal fans who are actually annoying me more than arsenal does that make sense you, bro. Thank i'm like you, bro. guys we're not gonna be able to do what we did last year it's like they're like oh we're not scoring as many goals i'm like yeah we're not meant to be scored like we have changing the style of the team it's like this is one of the deepest arsenal squads i have seen we're going to compete on all fronts except for the Carabao Cup. We're not going to talk about that. But it's just like, we're going to go deep in the Champions League. We're going to go, we're going to compete for the Premier League. Like, it actually feels like a squad. And I'm like, what more do you want? We have this city team that even Liverpool only beat once. Like, you can't expect us to challenge them at the same level as Liverpool that only won once in five years. So I'm like, I personally, this is the happiest I've been as an Arsenal fan in like 15 years. is, like the truth.
4: You think you personally think this is one of the deepest teams that we've. I will. Well, I, I can. I think it's. I think it's. I, think, I definitely think it's one of the deepest teams that we've had, but also I still feel like it's not complete.
2: I feel it's, like it's the forward position, right? It's like at the end of the day, it's like it's we have Gabby that. Jesus, who is actually a left winger playing in the center. He's amazing. He brings everything. We have Eddie and Katia, who's. I love Eddie, right? He's 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 our boy, but yeah, Yeah. but he's 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 a Jesus light, and I know this is gonna rile a lot of people (laughs) up. (laughs) What what we need is a different profile, right? We need an Ivan Tony, we need a Didier Drogba, we need a different profile striker to like help switch it up. Come on, talk
4: to him, man. Tell him again. Come
2: on. People are like, oh, Havertz. I'm like, listen, I love Havertz, and I think he'll come good. But Havertz as a false knight is not the same as an actual burly physical striker. So it's like. These guys stole Rasmus Hojland. I'm I'm so annoyed about that. And then you see Liverpool just, like, taking, like, 16 strikers. I'm like, we just need one of those, and I feel like the team would be complete. That's the only – like, the forward position is where we're the weakest. And maybe cover for Osaka, but that's not as – I
4: I still think we need another midfielder or two. I feel like if we get two more midfielders, I feel like then our team is complete. Then I feel like we're at the depth that we need to be at. But come on, bro. I feel like with our team, you know – we're always injured. Like we, I feel like our midfield, we're all, we've always had an influx, at least in the past. We've always had like a, a big influx of mids. We've always had a lot of mids and I feel like our mids have gotten in quality, have gotten scarce, but then also we've always got, we all have a lot of injuries as well. So then with the injuries and now that our mids are a little bit more scarce with the quality. Now I feel like, I feel like we need two more quality midfielders. Like, the, uh, maybe not, you no know, world. Cl- we don't need another Declan Rice sign. Like, I'm talking about 100 mil, but I'm saying we definitely need like some 60, 60, 70 million dollars.
2: Uh, I feel I guilty talking about injured injuries when we have a United fan here. To be honest, because <laughs> United <laughs> team, Chelsea. bro. Even, Chelsea, if they yeah. have, even if they didn't, have the injuries, bro, they're still gonna be who they are. Yeah, yeah, that that I, I give you. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I say, yeah. I mean, yeah, coming yeah. back to your question, it. it's like. I'm I'm proud of this team. Like I'm like I'm not I'm not not that I've never not been proud, but it's just like there's their togetherness, the coach, it's just like from top to bottom like this this is this is the team. Like we're back to our to to the Arsenal that I love. So, yeah.
4: I'm happy. Let me, man. Let, me let me ask you one more one more question about Arsenal for get off Arsenal. Um this is well documented for the public for me uh throughout, you know, our pod. But <laughs> At a certain moment in time, I was very adamant about Arteta leaving the club and them them getting sacking. Arteta, I was very, out, very he was very Arteta out, very adamant. Out, Yosef. Yes, <laughs> <He> <laughs> this was a
1: segment with Arteta out. <laughs> yeah,
4: this is a this was a very known thing for me, um, because mm. I mean you you know what we've been through over the past couple of years, so <laughs> <Yes. laughs> you know. Yes. So for you, was there ever a moment that you were ever out, or that you <clears throat> truly doubted, or did you always have belief?
2: I, okay, let, let me, I was never Arteta out, but I'm, that's not mm-hmm. to say there's not a criticism of him, right? But when you, it's the thing is, it's like, you know, I feel like, you know, 15 years ago, even like 10 years ago, you know, when a, a new player would come to the Premier League, there was an assumption that the first season was a waste, right? Like they need to adjust. No one expected but, them to hit the yeah. ground running. Today, that's disappeared. And we, I feel yeah. like we have the same thing with the manager. It's like, if they don't come in and they don't win the first season, 10 games and start going, then we should get rid of them. So, for me, I was like, listen, he, he has to clean house. Like, as much as I loved Lacazette and Oba and Ozil and the rest <laughs> of them, I was like, get them out of my club, man. Like, really said something far worse. Like, just get them out of the club. So, I was like, I gave him a lot more leeway because I knew – even if he didn't get us to the, I never expected him to, us to compete, but at least he was cleaning out the club. So I was like, I can't, and COVID happened. So I gave him a bigger leash than I think a lot of people. Again, there are days he makes decisions. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what is this sub? But I guess we all feel that. So <laughs> I, I honestly, I'm like, Arteta in, let him finish his project. Who are we going to get? Antonio Conte, I don't think anyone in this room wants Antonio Conte. Yeah. So I'm like, there are no better choices. We have someone who understands like the Arsenal DNA, Who's building a squad, let him finish a cycle, whether that cycle is four years, that cycle is eight years. Like, let him go through the whole cycle, build. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But, like, this chopping and changing with the managers, I just, it's because I'm spoiled with Wenger. And I think, Sir Alex, that's the generation I grew up in. I'm like, look at the best teams now. Pep Guardiola has been there, what, eight years, nine years? Yeah. Klopp has been there, I think, just slightly longer. And then the third best team is also the third longest serving manager, Arteta. I'm like, there's something to be said about having like decent structure and longevity. So Arteta in is what I would say.
4: I'm Arteta in too, you know. Now I am. (laughs) 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 Since we
2: got since we got all
1: that out of the way, both of you guys believe. Yosef, do you think Arsenal can win the Premier
2: League? Can win or will win? There's a difference there. I think Arsenal Mm -hmm. will win the Premier League this season. (laughs) Yes. Okay,
1: (laughs) (laughs) that was not a very convincing yes.
0: A direct, (laughs) all right. Hey, listen.
2: What do you want me to say? This city team is—they're—they're fucking robots, man. Like I look at them, I'm like, I have to say yes, but. they have lost three games. It was a crisis, and they're still only one point off the top. So, like, yeah. I believe in my team. I'm just sick of City. Like, I'll be honest, I am so sick of Pep's bald head. I am so sick of everything about City right now. I'm dead. Yeah.
0: I, I think I think we all agree on that sentiment. Mm-hmm. We're done. With, we're done with City. As much as I would hate right? to see, as as much as much as I would have hated to see Arsenal win the league last year, I was honestly rooting for y'all because I, I was done with City.
2: Yeah, we We're don't honestly, want another no. Bundesliga, right? It's like Bayern is one there, tenth year, eleventh year. I'm like, listen, they play amazing, but I'm just like, come on, give us a break. This Go is- manage in somewhere else, please. <laughs> yeah,
0: but I I love what you had to say about the consistency of managers because I think there's I think there's something lost now with clubs in not giving that you know that that patience or that that air of grace for your first season or whatever it is. And what you said made sense, man. He came in. He had COVID, he got all the riff the riffraff out, and now he's able to formulate his team with his own identity and his ideas, and these guys are buying in, and now you're seeing success. Whether it be on a very small scale, you're seeing success, you know what I mean? So I agree with you, and I'm glad you said that just because, you know, where Chelsea is right now is the exact opposite of that. You know, we had a long... E- even when we had Roman, who had been there for so long, we never truly, truly had that consistency of managers. You know, it was... Mm-hmm. It was. It was. It was always the age-old joke. Like by your third year, if you last three years, you're not going to be there a fourth. You know. Even Jose got two stints. So, it's. It's. It's tough. But when you see it work, it's. It's. You know. There's something to say in that as well. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well. There you have it. Yosef uh, has Arsenal winning the Premier League.
4: <laughs>
1: Gabriel's Arteta in.
4: And, and well, this is this is like a year. This is, this is close to a year now.
2: <laughs> hey. yeah. that is a very short time, my friend. Yeah,
3: man, that hype just <laughs> disappeared. Negative <laughs> three
2: hog.
1: Listen, <laughs> you know, it's funny because, yeah, um, out of hacks, Yosef actually just talked about how important structure is. Um, and you know, here we are another manager, um. The players, <laughs> the players have showed themselves, guys. I mean, what can we say? First the City game, now the Newcastle game. Um, you know, after mm-hmm. after I saw the lineup, to be honest with you, against City, I knew we were doomed. Um, yeah, but this is—I said this a few weeks ago. This is just where we are. I'm not really surprised anymore. Um, yes, we have injuries, but so does everyone else. I still think we should have the team to compete, um, especially if the manager is picking some of these players, but, um, it's unfortunate, man. Um, it's unfortunate. I know a lot of people are overreactionary and saying he should be sacked, but, um, like I said, before we started recording, if we sack him, I just, I feel like you're telling me that you're under the impression that these players can, can play in a style that they're not capable of. These players are just simply are not good enough. You watched the game today this, against Newcastle's um, B team. This wasn't even Newcastle's first team, so um, you know <laughs> players are now complaining about how the the kits are too tight, <laughs> the socks the, the socks are too tight, the socks <laughs> are too tight. <laughs> but
4: they they
1: they've been they've been forced to wear the replica jerseys instead of the authentic kits. So I mean, maybe that I thought that. Could have had something to do with it, but Y'all yeah, going team be working overtime, man. Nah, man, but yeah, it's 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 unfortunate um, that we're in this um, position, you know.
4: I know, I don't want to cut you off. Is this a really odd though? Like mm-hmm. Adidas is not the only team that. Like the so, United is not the only team that gets sponsored by Adidas. So how is United the only team that's dealing with this crisis? That's that's where like my confusion is coming from. Honestly, like like how is it? Because I'm almost certain that Arsenal gets they it means a different design, obviously, but they get the same socks. Well, not yet. It's Adidas. You know, same jersey. So it's like I don't. It's Adidas. <laughs> yeah, it's Adidas. So it's like how all of a sudden. Adidas large in Arsenal isn't Adidas large in United. Hey, I don't know. We, I don't hey, know. Like, Yosef, that sense. we need to you.
1: start getting shirts from you guys. Yeah, <laughs> no, for real.
0: Yeah, United <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on the phone. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Have you seen the size of Onana? I'm like, that man needs <laughs> to size up, man. <laughs> 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 no,
1: man. On, on an all serious note, though, it's – yeah, it's just unfortunate. I feel like these players have shown that – They've gotten what four managers sacked now. Um you know, I think Ten Hag has a lot of responsibility um that he has to hold for all of this. But you know, it's unfortunate that he has to that he has to start players, play players that he wanted sold in the summer, but you know, because of the injuries, here we are. And uh if he mm-hmm. continues relying on some of these players, unfortunately it will cost him his job. Because- so so my question is do you think he lasts
0: through january yeah because if year. he lasts through january then he gets you know a few more hopefully he gets to be able to pick a few more players from from his plans but do you think I, so my question is like do you think it's the players just that aren't bought into <laughs> him or do you think it's ten hog that isn't able to to get because i mean it, it seems like it doesn't matter who the manager is it's the, players, it's the players, <laughs> Cornelius. It's the players.
1: It's the players. Where are the players? <laughs> Antonio Conte asked you, where are the players? <laughs> bro, these are the same players under Ole. Under I, Ra- told all hey. I told you about Mount. Uh, told you about Mount. No, it has to be the players, bro. Because like we've yeah. had we've had we've had, had Josie Mourinho in here. I know people want to question, oh 10 hawks pedigree. We've had Josie Mourinho.
0: But that's what I'm saying. Is do you, you know do I'm you saying? think it co- like where does that come from though? Because <laughs> I think it comes different from different managers Korea. know like no one can get through to these kids, and I'm not—I'm calling them kids; they're—they're uh, they're grown men. But yeah, like, I mean... who, like, like <laughs> is there a manager at this point? Do you think that would be able no. to get through to
1: the United? <laughs> no, because even Pep Guardiola would come here, and he would be like, well, "No, I can't, I can't work with this." When
3: was when was Marcus Rashford's last uh, contribution to anything?
1: Oh, he maybe when he was getting bottle service, when, uh, <laughs> he was out on a night out. You know what I'm saying, nah, bro? I, it, Mike, it's not even about Rashford. Rashford he starts first,
3: every game, uh, doesn't contribute anything. No, you got to start switching things around. He's
1: a big problem. But but again, it's just kind of like he didn't start today, and we still couldn't score. So it's kind of like you know, you know, like when you look at like the 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 you take all the scapegoats out of the team, and then what happens? We, we still look poor. So, <laughs> Might as well. I, Look that's forward good, yeah. to the scapegoats. No. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> yeah, no, bro. It's it. It is funny. It is funny. Uh, you know, yo, players... I saw a
3: tweet today that said Onana has been on his back <laughs> more times than an <laughs> OnlyFans girl. <laughs> was like, yeah. What's going on? <laughs> <Bro>.
4: Hey yo, <laughs> no, that's just,
3: crazy. I was no, telling Salam before we got on. I. I truly believe, and I'm not joking, that Onana is the black keeper. No, once the last <laughs> defender is beat, he's not saving anything. It's a, it's a go. I mean,
1: nah. Listen,
3: you got to go like, get the hair no. back. The hair was at least keeping you engaged. This guy is just.
1: Bro, yeah, no, oh,
3: man, So <laughs> no, But is it
1: all on him though? That's the thing. It's it's easy to point the finger out. It's, him. It, it yeah, it's, be it's easy bad. to point
3: the finger at him, you know, banter all of that. But when you look at it though, once the last defender is beat, do you have
1: confidence in Onana no, being your last? I told you as soon as as soon as yeah. the attacker swings his legs back, like <laughs> the, 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 it's a wrap for me. Like I, I think if it's on target, it goes in. But I mean. Yeah, man. I, I think like the poor defending today, like Delo, you know, Lindelof, them, like Maguire. Maguire was saying, um, oh, like my win percentage in the team is very good, but we've conceded six goals in two games with you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't I don't know, I don't know who to believe.
3: You know what but, I'm saying? What's the solution though? Like, what's the solution?
1: It's the player he's, it's
3: using he's, he he's using everybody
1: available to you. him. Exactly, Mike. He uses everybody, everybody available. Oh, shit. So what does that tell you? Remember what Ragnick said. I told you guys when Ralph Ragnick came, it was the best thing that ever. It was the best signing that we had. Whatever. Pogba, Ronaldo, any of that. Ralph Ragnick was the best signing because he said this team needs open heart surgery. They need nine, ten players. This isn't like a quick fix. You know what I'm saying? And I'm guilty of it. You know, when they bring in Sancho. Yeah. I put up the TikTok. But, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, also, I also assumed that Sancho would come in and do his part. Pogba, do his part. Di Maria. Do his part, you know what I'm saying? But nah, man.
2: Um, it it reminds me, honestly, of you remember, Artessa was, you know, the tr- the duo was Lacazette and Oba, right? They they were the charm, the the dancing, the swag, yeah. and yet a year in, a year and a half in, he shipped them out. I mean, we lost money on them, right? At the end, that we gave mm-hmm. Barca for free, We've always then, lost oh, money. Uh, so I'm like, maybe. You know, sorry, I hate to say this, Glazers, like you might have to lose some money in order to support your coach, but because you gotta get rid of the spine of this team and reset. Yeah. Like every every Manchester United fan knows this, right? They just yeah. the managers mm-hmm. are not enabled to just gut this team and start it over again
1: because they're because they are told no when because and then you know what's sad is we've gotten to a point now where Ten Hag is is almost being held responsible for all the poor financial decisions that have happened, and it's just kind of like. <laughs> we we couldn't even. I was telling Gabriel. Remember, we were talking about Malasia and how last year he needed to get surgery, but he couldn't get surgery because we needed him to to to, to be on like the bench because we didn't we couldn't afford to go get anybody else. Like it, it's it's so crazy, but you know, here we are. Ragnick was right, man. Nine players. All right, Sally. That's my
2: cue, guys. All um, right, all right, Yosef. Thanks thank you, you so you. much for joining yeah, us. Thank man. you for hosting. This was fantastic. Yeah, bro. Absolutely. You're welcome
1: anytime, man. Thank you
2: again. I, I wanted to stick around for the Chelsea bit, but I think it's probably <laughs> healthier for not. everybody. <laughs> I know how it is. I know how it is. Yeah. <laughs> <boys>. <laughs> Have a good night, guys. All all right, you, uh, too. you too. Now,
1: nah, but just to conclude, man, no manager can fix this. Not unless they give him full control. And I feel like unfortunately. You know, you know what? Like, I can't. But but some of the players that he's brought in, what he showed me is that he has zero talent. ID. I'm sorry. I don't ever want to see Anthony on my face in my TV ever again. <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. Oh, I don't. You know. yasser sir. Anthony yes, sir. hype. Yes, sir. I'm looking into the camera. You won. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> no, no, no. That Anthony done? hype. No, no. No, no. Mm. I'm done with. It. I am Beyblade. You won. That's it, bro completely is dead, dead over with. I am so done.
4: Scored that girl versus yeah. Arsenal. I yeah. thought he was good.
1: That's why, that's why you guys hated him. That's why I understood.
4: 10,000. Because I mean, the yeah. hype. It was that's... all just... It was like, this guy no. is not that good. Like, he's really not. But, <laughs> but, but, but because he scored on his debut against Arsenal and y'all won at home, it was like, mm. oh, Anthony is... Come on, we know who this guy is at heart, bro. We know who mm. he is. That's not bad. him. Not him, but I I do have a question though. I do have a question? I do yes, have something I want to bring up. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you guys are I, I I guess at this point somewhat of a poster child for this. Um, yeah. but we have another 007 agent <laughs> looming in our in, in, hey, well, I'm in not the this. group. I'm not, <laughs> no, no, hey, hey, hey! I'm, hey, I, this, you're actually, I'm just never a messenger. Scored. I'm just a messenger. He's never a messenger. Never a messenger. He's
1: never scored.
4: <laughs> I'm just he a messenger. like he's never scored. He's never, I'm just scored? the messenger. I'm talking prem. <laughs> talking, prem. We're talking, Prem. We're talking, Prem. I'm just a messenger. No, we're talking. We, prem. we, we <laughs> have, we have another double. Oh, oh my god, I was not expecting that. We oh, have another, we have another agent. We have oh another, another agent. I just want to bring it up. Um, <coughs> Rasmus, we have Rasmus
1: agents. We have several agents on this Listen. call. On
4: his call, we have seven. Listen, listen, whoa, whoa, that's
1: I'm not do that. that. <laughs> listen, we're on Rasmus. On right his call, look at, them, look, at, look at the Chelsea guys. Whoa, 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 oh. whoa, whoa. Hold
4: oh, on, fuck, where they at? at? We're talking at? Rasmus right now. Everyone has had their time, but this is Rasmus's time now. This is Rasmus's <laughs> bring, time. Bring
1: out Mason Mount, bro. He's oh. there, you, you, you wanna, you wanna double o seven, 07? 07? <laughs> he's double oh seven for real i mean
4: we can bring up mason mount too but this is your nine we're talking this is your nine nine we're speaking about he
1: scored in the game i've seen (laughs) the ball going
4: i've seen the tape i'm just saying in the i'm just saying in the prem in the prem there have been no contributions whatsoever um do you Uh, how how do you what's what, what do you think is going on with him because I, if I'm being complete, yeah. Because if I'm being completely honest, um, I do see, I do see a lot of potential in in him. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, I, I wanted him to beat the allegations, but unfortunately, he just did. That dog in him. But yeah, but he he does have that dog in him. He really does. Um, I th- do think he'll be good for your team, but at the same time, I I've seen him miss chances, bro. Seen him miss chances. chances I've seen him yeah, got chance. He don't no, begin no. chances he don't begin i've like, seen it yeah. salam let's not don't, let's <laughs> let's not bring up the tape no but okay, no, no, we don't create i've seen him miss i I've, cap, I've, you don't create chances so i
1: know you're capping he may get one chance <laughs> and then you'll be okay well he misses chances how many chances do we create let me ask you in the past two games combined let me ask you if you're going to make an not, accusation, accusation. We're, not, we're not talking about the past <laughs> two games, past though. Two we're not talking points. about the past two games.
4: The past I didn't watch our okay, I, watch, I watched games, my team the past seven games. Today.
1: The past seven games. How many chances? As if we're like prime. He,
3: he's back. playing with Rashford, man. He's not yeah. getting any chances. How, how but, many
1: chances do you think we create? Do you know who's on his left? And then, do you know who's on his right? <laughs> <laughs> you know? You look this, this way, you look behind. I, right. know,
4: know, I know someone's coming down the middle, and that's Bruno. He's a your creator. So, Who? He, he gets opportunities. Let's not try to sit here and lie like he does not get opportunities <laughs> to score He
1: don't get opportunities
2: <laughs> to score a goal.
1: Hey, he hard. Ellen, <laughs> someone called him <them> Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> 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 He be working hard though, no, man. He be working
3: hard. No, <laughs> he's,
1: up, <laughs> he's up the top of a <laughs>
3: wow.
1: He's at the top of a dysfunctional team. So like, <sighs> you know, he's not going to get the. Uh, I mean, like, I don't know, bro. I just, I don't. F- fair enough. If you think that he's not making the chances, like, so be it. But I don't think that that's. Uh, he's not a problem to me. I don't. That's not why we're school. We're not scoring goals. Um, I think it's has to do with a lot um, around him. Okay. You know I just, I just hey, we have another agent. That's all. Be like that. I do want to shout out um, Diego Delo. Since you've gotten the contract, you've been shit.
4: Delo. Hey. Hey.
1: Varane this- can't this- stay healthy. Casemiro left injured. You know.
4: So I mean one final question for you. <laughs> so you now. really
0: don't. Sorry, Gabriel. Go ahead. Sorry,
4: sorry. One one final question. Um, I know you only had, uh, what's it called? You only yeah. had Ball today, but yes, sir. Realistically, um, I mean, I I know it's still early, but I guess I want to put it. Let's say end of the year, right? <laughs> Going into the end of the year, you're currently on the table eighth right now, not performing the best. Um, straight. 500 five wins, five losses, right? Um, minus five goal differential as well. So, not scoring, not scoring a lot of goals, only 11 goals scored. Um, <clears throat> that's why that's why I bring up the agent anyway. Um, realistically, where do you see yourself January 1st on the table? January 1st, yeah, January, January, come January 1st, opening of the transfer window, where do you see United on the table?
1: man i don't know bro that could be tough i mean (laughs) where 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 are we at right now you said 10th you're eight you're eight i'm at eighth Mm -hmm. i think i don't think we'll get lower i think we'll i think the lowest will be at at eight i think we'll stay at where where we're at i don't think that it'll go um Any lower than that, but I also and like we got people coming back, so like you know I'm 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 hoping. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, Mike. Exactly. This is me coping. Nobody's coming back. Actually, nobody's coming back. Who? (laughs) No, I mean to be honest with you, I, I I don't think that we'll get any lower than eighth, but. Bro, how
3: you guys are primary, eight even no, surprises me. No, you're right. I really have the no idea how it's a game. miracle.
1: The only way that will improve is when this new guy comes in. If he comes in, if he has the power that he says he is, that he has, and if he can appoint a proper director of football, and we can, you know, bring in better guys, I think that will be better over the second half of the season. But I don't think that this guy has enough power. I think that he's completely full of shit. Jim Ratcliffe. Yeah, man, but it's going to take a lot of players for this, for results change, because these players have shown that they'll get you sacked. Oh, yeah. Anyways.
0: Yeah, we can move on to Chelsea. Um, it's been a, it's been an up and down week, I guess. We started off with the loss to Brentford over the weekend, 2-0 rods very 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 fraudulent man i was up here talking about how we finally were getting it together three wins in a row into the you know leading up to the arsenal match and that's and and that's salam that's a hundred percent why i said that arsenal match was more important for us because it just kept momentum going bro this is a team that's young like for them, you know, that was an emotional battle, a two-two draw, you know, at home too. That's that's tough, especially when you have the fans all the way behind you and the way that the game went. I feel like for a young team like that, they were it's a emo- it's emotional, bro. Like you put your heart and your soul into those 90 minutes and you don't come with the result that you, you know, you desired, especially when you probably felt that you had the upper hand definitely in the first half and probably up until you know, Sanchez made the blunder where Rice was able to score his first goal. To be honest, I feel like we we got kind of stagnant. And when that happened, because we weren't on the front foot, and we were kind of relaxed. The team didn't know how to react. And then, you know, you double that into the Brentford match, another London Derby. Um, we don't get the result there. But then luckily, you know, luckily, we we're able to see a, a championship side in our FA Cup draw so we were able to bounce back today you know with a with a 2-0 win um i wasn't able to see the whole match but i did watch some of it it was good to see sterling get his goal because i think he needs to start scoring more for us but i mean we see we see newcastle next in the fa cup we have some tough games coming up here you know we we, we see teams at the top 4 we see tottenham we see city and then we see newcastle also in the next month, month and a half, so it's like for me, I just need to see the consistency again because yeah. I don't have I don't have a lot of faith running into these. I don't have faith when we see teams like Arsenal's, teams like City, teams like Tottenham, unless we have been in a good series of form. You know, the first two three games beforehand, because this team, like I said, they're young. They don't really have a lot of experience facing these top top teams, and. I think we need momentum for Posh to give us that, that that belief that we can go in and get a result. But I don't know. Chelsea is going to, you know, we're going to continue to have our struggles. It's good seeing Reese James back. I didn't want to see him at the Arsenal game, but, you know, we saw him there. But today he actually looked up for it. Um, he, he had a chance where he, you know, early in the match he went and almost he got a shot on goal, almost scored. But. I think we need our best players, you know, in our biggest games, and we always have injuries here and there. So seeing Reese James back on the pitch was good.
3: Yeah. No, I agree with Cornelius. You know, this was something I said at the beginning of the season that we're going to have this type of season, up and down, up and down. We're very young, a lot of players. Even though we spent a lot of money, you want to see this fast-tracked a little bit. We just have to play the games. We have to play the games to build the uh, the confidence, to build the chemistry, bro. Nowadays, when I watch Chelsea games, I'm I'm in a new place in my Chelsea fandom where like I'm really trying. No, I'm for real. I'm really trying to not allow them to control my emotion, you know, for the rest of the weekend. Because if I tell you I watched that Brentford game and thought, yo. This is... Bro, I was livid. I couldn't text in the group chat. That's how mad I was. I was like, this is ridiculous.
0: And hey Mike, I'm going to let we you just, get off.
3: We, we just saw a 2-2 Arsenal game, and then look at what we're doing with Brentford. Like, the
0: worst part about that Arsenal match, bro, I was in Denver, so I had to wake up at this? 5.30. Yeah. 5.30. Oh you know, it was the early match. When you're waking up early... Mm-hmm. On a Saturday morning, after you possibly had been exactly. out on a Friday night, mm-hmm. just to watch your team lose, Them
4: lose,
3: oh and we God.
0: didn't even play well, bro. Whole first get half, get smacked, nil-nil. get smacked. First, honestly,
4: first half, nil,
0: nil. Okay, hopefully we, you know, hopefully Pochettino <laughs> can say something in that halftime. Then you know, early goal is like, all right, I'm going to
3: bed. Yeah, I'm just like, what's going on? And I, I get it, it, you know, Enzo out, Mudrick out. I don't like using those type of excuses, but like. You're part of the team. You have to be ready to play. Like, when you get put in the game, you should be ready to produce. I mean, I'm almost sitting, you know, I'm there where I understand that we are going to go through these things. We have to play the games. We have to falter. We have to lose these games. We have to win these games. We just have to go through the process. And it's going to be a tough one, you know, watching week in, week out. By getting a win like uh against what Blackpool uh Black Blackburn. Yeah. I mean, that's all you need. You know, confidence builder, but your shoes back, you know, Sterling gotta go. And I agree. We have to see him score more goals for us. We need Sterling to score goals for us. And I mean, I believe this coming our next game. I think we win the next game. I think people think I'm crazy, but I think Tottenham is a perfect game to go in there and test ourselves again. But I like where we are now. But that Brentford loss was definitely, definitely disappointing.
4: Are you, are you calling GRG on Tottenham? Or?
3: No, I'm not calling GRG. Yeah, not but calling I think it. we walk away with a win.
4: But this is really? this is a game. Yeah, I really do believe I don't
0: know if we walk away with a win, but I do agree with you, Mike. I think we <laughs> can sneak them. Um, you know, this is... This is a game where they're flying high. I kind of, I kind of mm-hmm. feel like the same way Arsenal was flying high. I know we're going to be going to their home, uh, White Hart Lane. Mm-hmm. But right. there's something about Tottenham and Chelsea that I just never really respect them, <laughs> even when I know they're better than us. There's mm-hmm. something about Tottenham where I'm just like, yo, we can, we can they sneak them up. Yeah, and if we come out like, you know, how we came against, you know, pause. If we Perform how we performed against Arsenal, you know, especially in that first half. Yeah. There's there's nothing in my mind that says we can't compete with the top teams. You know what I mean? I I truly feel that we can compete with the top teams, but it's it's the consistency that's not there. And that's that's what it's all about. It's the consistency.
4: You sound like me two years ago. Yeah. I mean, because that's
0: where we're at. You know, young team, new manager. We've gone through our ups and downs. It's it's really, uh, we're starting from scratch. And yeah. it sucks, but we're truly, truly yeah. starting from scratch.
3: It's like, you really got to watch. You got to go through it. Like, bro, you, you can't skip it anymore. Because that's not what you guys are doing. That's not what we're doing right now. We're not doing the Roman thing. Like, we actually have to watch our team grow up together. And lose these games, win these games, you know, see that improvement. Do you think, a lot of money has been spent? So, you know. And yeah, that's the thing. That's why I feel like yeah. our fan base isn't ready for
0: that. And the you know, Fisher's shout out to and shout out to Yosef because that's like for him saying that, that's it, it kind of reinforced like kind of how I feel about mm-hmm. this team. Cause obviously I'm impatient. I want to see us win right now. But oh, kind of like Mike, I've gotten into the mindset where I'm just like, yo. This team is going to have its, unreliable. Its, it's growing. Yeah, it's going to have yeah. its growing pains, and I can't be in the mindset of this is 2015 and we have Eden Hazard. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like this is a totally different team, totally different era, totally different cats. So just kind of have to live with it.
1: You guys are in an inter- interesting spot because um, you know just hearing Mike say that you have to sit there and watch like you know your young team. You could go, you could go down the Arsenal route or you could go down the United route. Maybe some of these young players pan out, Mm -hmm. all blossom together, and you have, you know, that young core that Arsenal has. Or you go down six months later and you realize that none of these players are actually as good as we thought they were. And then when a player, you know, an average player, one season turns into three seasons, three seasons turns into eight seasons, eight seasons turns into... Chelsea testimonial. So where I think, yeah.
0: So I don't. I don't think that'll happen. I don't either. And the and the reason I think that we're different than you oh, know both shit. of your teams in this sense. Well, a few reasons. Pochettino, one, he's a good manager who's been in the Prem. He understands how the Prem works, and he's good with youth. But two, we bought hella players, bro. Like we bought yeah. a lot, a lot, a lot of players. Most we have of guys are even on don't our first team yeah. right now. So where like, we're, you know, where most players, you know, two, three years, they kind of get stagnant. They're now part of the core team. We have enough depth to where it's like, okay, we can, we don't need you. You know what I mean? Like we don't, we really don't need you here. And we don't really have any, any senior players who grew up through the club really besides Reese James and Connor Gallagher, who obviously have their spot. So a lot of these young players are all competing against each other for a spot right now. You know, there's no sense of entitlement where I feel like a lot of Arsenal and a lot of United, if you look at your starting, you know, 11s, you have a lot of senior players who have been, who have been through the academy. So they're already entitled and, you know, I've been a United player my whole life, but there's nobody really to push them off their spot. Yeah. I mean, Arteta tries to do it sometimes, but at the end of the day, there's just way too many guys. So, with us, we're really in a totally, totally, totally new – like I don't want to call it a new club, but it's a new club. You know what I mean? We have a totally new identity, whatever that's going to be. We have mm-hmm. totally new players. Our club's being revamped. Our academies being revamped. So there's a lot of just freshness at the club, and everyone's trying to find their spot. And that's where we kind of just have to, like Mike said, just go through our growing pains and just see our team yeah. win some games that we shouldn't win and then see some teams you know see ours lose tough mm-hmm. tough battles or get draws against arsenal games that we feel like we should win so mm-hmm. it's just we're really at that very very new spot and i think that's why we're a little different than you guys i like it's possible that we could also go bad but i don't think it'll mm-hmm. be super drastic like how it kind of was for you
3: yeah i think also united really never gave themselves a chance to rebuild just when you thought they were going to rebuild, the whole Ronaldo thing happened, and then it kind of forced them to get some players that are, you know, a little older. But I don't know. United has still never fully, really gone through a rebuild. You don't think in that we
1: rebuilt under David Moyes or Louis Van Gaal or Jose Mourinho? Was Marino? that a
3: rebuild? You brought in guys like Schweinsteiger. You brought in guys like Di Maria. What about you, you know what Memphis? About
1: Ole? What about Ole?
3: Like Same Mawai thing. You, you you went and got you know some established guys that you know you thought maybe could have put you over the top, Cavani. You know, in the beginning, the look. first year
1: though, the first year is for me what symbolizes a rebuild. I, I like, think look. you
3: guys had the right idea with Jose, but the noise just got too much for you guys to. If I feel like if you guys would have stood that noise, you'd be mm-hmm. fine right now.
4: The rebuild, the rebuild isn't isn't one year, man.
3: Yeah, it it is. I tell you, I'll tell thing. you that
4: right now. One year is no re- a rebuild at this point since I've gone through it, really it's four transfer windows. Four to five transfer windows I feel is a, is a is a rebuild where you're actually in the market players in yeah, players it's out. Hell. Like, yeah, it's like, like you're going to need yeah, it's like two years honestly. Th- that two years with our was rough, bro. Trust rough like I feel i still feel like we're we're at the worst I, f- I still feel like we're rebuilding in a sense we're i feel like we're at the end phase of our rebuild i feel like our rebuild is almost complete and we're we're just maybe a, a player or two away but i feel like just now at this moment like even when we went on our run last year i I still i our team isn't our team wasn't complete not not one bit um we still had guys that we didn't want we were trying to get out but it was just working at the moment um I think a rebuild is, is longer than a year. It's going to take yeah. two, two and a half for sure. Yeah, y'all need a proper rebuild for for like
3: that's what United needs for real.
1: now nah, we need a proper director for but th- we'll th- this you. is why
3: I also agree with what when Gabriel says you cannot afford to fire to hug. You
1: really cannot. No, nah, financially we can't. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't
3: I, even make I, sense I, I if you do to you know oh it's fresh in the mood because then you're starting over again with another guy in Ten Hag's players <laughs> you, you, you just know, be going I, back no, and that's
1: the thing Mike I feel like if you sack Ten Hag you're again you're telling me that you're under the, I'm I'm under the impression that you think that these players can, can play enough. a certain style of play that they're not capable of doing so it's been
3: three guys come on let's be real yeah bro
1: like i don't know but you
3: know anyways let's talk arsenal
4: hmm um i mean they they,
1: they just they like, play sheffield man
3: there's
4: yeah. nothing to talk about man. i know i mean uh there are some things I, I do want to talk about um because mm. uh you know i, I I don't want to say like the Sheffield match was I don't want to hype it too much, but there are some there are some good performances for sure. Um, definitely shout out to Eddie and Ketia. Uh First hat trick, first senior hat trick. Um, and honestly, three pretty good goals. If I'm being completely honest. Um, you know, the second goal was a, a banger. And the third goal was just was correct. You know, uh, 23 yards out top bins, you know good strike one i've never seen i've never seen eddie shoot a shot like that a day in my life bro eddie's gonna that. shoot
3: you know Eddie. yeah he's
4: gonna shoot but <laughs> it's on the ground it's not in the <laughs> when it's in the air it's over you know Almost um off. yeah so it was it was i was happy for him to you know get get that hat trick um you know great performances all the all around the board and it was a it was a match that you know i i considered a grg for us um in a sense, in the Prem, I would say, you know, we got our we got our win at Sevilla, um, you know, the Champions League before that, before we had another Prem match. But Prem wise, you know, I, I felt like we needed a GRG um, from the Chelsea match. And it was good to kind of see no hangover in, um, you know, guys just go out there and, and, and really put on a show, especially in front of the home fans. So I was happy about that. Um, so, I, yeah, I don't want to get into that too much. Um, Odegaard was dropped, too. So I actually like that. Um, cause I feel like he's been off of it and when changes need to be made, changes need to be made, um, bigger, or, bigger, or small, you know? So, um, I, I agreed with it and I, I, appreciated it. Uh, but to get into the match today, um, yeah. I mean, matches like this, it's just, I'd, I'd hate to keep picking on this player. Um, and I, I think we're off it as a team as well, but Matches like this Jorginho. are just Jorginho man it's like <laughs> we we're missing Partey so much mm. like and this is why this is why I said we need two more midfielders two to three like three maybe be a lot but we need two more midfielders that we can rely on because Jorginho is not the midfielder for us he's just not man. he's not whatsoever he doesn't he doesn't match anything that we really want to do like he, in some cases, I understand why you might put him in a match to, you know, slow things down, hold possession and things of that sort. And for experience, yes. But in the direction that we're headed, he's currently holding us back. Um, and when we don't have a player like Partey in the squad, when we need to rest players like Declan Rice midweek because we have bigger matches on the weekend. And we go into these tournaments with Jorginho. These things hurt us and it's, it was clear today i mean the guy is getting run off the the guy cannot run we cannot have a six who cannot run it's just that simple it's just that simple um and it's not even just him um our front three was silent absolutely nothing from them today eddie and katio was i think he's still on this hangover from the from the um from his hat trick uh against sheffield nothing from him today nothing from trossard today uh was reese nelson started the match off well but nothing from him really after that uh you know and i understand this was our you know this wasn't our our, our starting 11 per se our, our usual starting 11 but at the same time i feel like these are guys who can go in and get the job done these are definitely guys who can go in and get the job done um and to see a performance like that it's definitely uh it's definitely deflating it's definitely deflating especially when you go into a match. Going into a bigger match this weekend Um, and just worse news, you know, Partey will now be out potentially four to six, another four to six weeks. Um, Smith Rowe also be out, I believe, another three to six weeks for a knee injury he just picked up. Um, So, yeah, we're at that moment where we need these. These are the matches where we need these guys to step up. You know, we need – we actually need you. Um, We're going to need these guys, especially when we have matches on the weekend. Even though you might not be starting, we need you to come in and be able to lift the level. Um, And when you get your opportunities to start, prove that you should be a starter. Um, And I just haven't seen it. Uh, I just haven't seen it from this group, at least recently. So it was definitely deflating. You know, it's not the end of the world. This is a West Ham team that they haven't been – terrible this season They've been pretty decent they're at home um and this is a cup that you know they've gotten deeper in And, you know they don't I don't I of course I think every team has aspirations of winning the Premier League but they know that's not really realistic for them right now and they're going to put their all into these cups and I just think that you know we weren't ready to to go into to West Ham and to East London today and on a rainy cold day and go and get a result we just weren't um and it's unfortunate but you know it is what it is. I, like I said, I think we have our eyes set on bigger things. Not saying that's that's an excuse because it's really not. Um, look at Mike licking his lips. <laughs> Why are you looking? Look at Mike. Um, but but yeah, you know, I think our eyes are bigger, which isn't an excuse. But um, but yeah, you know it's just it's just unfortunate. Not something. Not a not a not a team performance that I want to see. Um, and and also I just yeah that's not it's not a team performance I want to see. So. You know it is what it is. Um, we we have a we have a big one, big one coming up. Are we getting into predictions right now? We're we gonna wait on that. No, well, well, I don't know if you guys have any questions. Yeah, I don't know if you have any questions, but um, but yeah, we just have a we have a big match coming up this weekend, and um, for me, I I just feel like yeah, we can go into, into predictions. For me, My, you know, we played. We, no, go ahead. Girls.
0: No, I didn't really have a question, but I was gonna say Odegaard scored little consolation prize at the end. Do you um, – yeah. did, did that mean anything to you, or was it just
4: good to see him score? Um, good to see him score. Um, good to – yeah, absolutely great to see him score. Um, I wholeheartedly expect him to start this Saturday as well. Like, I, I, there's no reason that he shouldn't start. If he doesn't start, I, that made, raised major red flags for me. Um, But, yeah, no, great to see him back on the score sheet. You know, even though it was a consolation goal – you know, we we need him back in form. This is a guy that we absolutely need. He's absolutely crucial and vital to our team and to our season. Um, so, yeah, it was great to see him back on the score sheet. Absolutely. Do um, you
3: think Arteta's attitude towards the Carabao Cup plays a part in why you guys lost today?
4: No, I don't think so because when I look at when I look at our lineup today, I mean, these are – I mean, listen, like I said – we have to we have to rest our guys we can't we can't abuse our players like we've <laughs> abused certain players <laughs> um we can't abuse them we have to we have to let them rest we have so many matches so many games in the season um when i look at our starting lineup our back four is pretty relatively the same back four outside of saliba and q he's a great he's a great center back honestly to me he, he fills in very well for us so there really isn't too much changing there um now jorginho I have it, they they're just not providing what we need right now they're just they're just not on it right now um and and you know just this with the personnel like I, I would say with the personnel and the attitude i don't think it's a bad attitude because these are all guys that get regular time minutes it's not like you know where we started youth and academy players we started all senior year players with experience and these are guys who regularly play for us champions league um you know Premier League, uh, FA Cup, all these, all these they play for us regularly. So for me, it's I don't think it's an attitude thing. I expected him to rotate the squad, but I expect when even when he when he rotates the squad, these players are more than capable of getting the job done. Um, and especially when our back line is really changing that much, you know, defensively we're we're still there. Our tactics are still there. Um, our personnel is still there. These are guys that when. We the, the Kai Havers, the Trossard uh we didn't have Smith Rowe today, um, Vieira. These are the same guys that we were just praising last week for completely changing the Chelsea match. These are the same guys we're we're we're, we're praising. So these are the same guys who can go into West Ham and, and get the job done. I wholeheartedly believe that. Um so no, I don't think it's an approach thing. We were we're a bigger club, we're gonna have to rotate the squad, we're gonna have to rotate players doesn't mean that I don't think the approach was wrong. I just think that we're also missing some key guys and the the performances isn't there. Um, And that's just the unfortunate part about it.
1: Do you consider the Carabao Cup an important competition?
4: Um, I think every competition is important. I think we want every piece of silverware um, possible. But in the grand scheme of things of what we want to achieve and what we're looking at, no. I think the FA Cup holds way more significance than the Cowboy Cup. Well sure, um, yeah, but yeah, like I don't no, I don't no. Nah. To answer your question, no. But I mean,
1: like for so you don't think like for a like a young team like like you guys have, like this is not like a good confidence like booster going into the stretch. Cause like the 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 final is over like during the season, in the middle of the season. So it's like good, it you know. Help. Yeah. I mean, like it, it would.
4: Yeah. I think it would help. And I think, yes, we are, are young. I would say, yes, we are a young team, but just because we're young doesn't mean we're not experienced. And that's, that's where I'm kind of over Like this young thing. Like, you yes, our team is young. I get it. Saka's 22, 23, you know, but Saka also has how many international caps? how many international goals you, you film world cup appearances, Odegaard. Like these are guys with experience. Jorginho experience, Jesus experience, Zinni experience, Saliba experience. Like all these guys have experience. So for me, it's yes, we're still a young team and we're learning, but it's like, nah, it's it's not, nah, it's the young, the youngness is I'm kind of over that young team. now. like, you guys have all know what it plays, what it takes to play on a higher level. Now the Champions League is is a little bit different because that's a competition that a lot of our players really haven't played in in their professional careers. So that's a little bit different. But we, in terms of experience, um, in the Champions League, we don't have that experience. Well, everything else, we have experience. We have experience in big moments now. We have experience with these things. So. I don't know. He said, "How
3: many World Cup goals?" <laughs>
4: Relax, Gabe. I mean, no, I, know, I didn't mean World. I didn't mean World Cup goals. I meant, I meant um, international wow. goals. I meant international. We,
3: we goals, know he Cup has goals. goals in the World Cup. Gabriel. I was like, wow no, I no, I'm not saying I didn't mean to. Like, I mean, to, like,
4: no, bro, but you're not, I mean, not wrong World though. There's a difference. you I'm Cubs, not saying you're The wrong. difference between you know, the World 100%.
0: Cup and you know, you know, uh, what was it called? The Summer Olympics. You know <laughs> you what know, I mean? They're both summer competitions, but ones you know. Held to a higher yeah.
4: standard, so I, I do agree there. And it's just like okay. it's it's not even it's not even about the youth anymore. These men are grown up now. Like
1: I said, these men, they're they're, they're men grown.
4: Men. I'm not. Saka is not a boy anymore. Like he's a, he's a he. He just put on the captain's armband for the first time against Sheffield. That man is not a kid anymore. I'm it's sorry, treated like a man. It's it's time, bro. It's, <laughs> it's time. time bro. Last I said this last season. Last season, if you remember, I said this: this is should be Saka's breakout. I need to see him go crazy, and he did. <laughs> and welcome to the big leagues now. You're, you're welcome to the you're big. Expected leagues now. every year. This, now. Is ex- this is expected now. This is the standard. What you did last year is the standard for you now. It's the standard. Tell that so, to Marcus Rashford. Hey, that's that's your man's Mbappe. Marcus, you. Marcus, no, it's not anymore. Marcus <laughs> Rashford. I think I was a spike in the view.
1: He's not my man.
4: No, no, no,
2: no. You guys know that's how
1: nice. I That's why I don't even talk about it anymore You guys have known how I felt about Rashford for a while Like it just <laughs> he's a long a quick man. to cut you off My man Is that my that's, man that's, that's, that's Mike's man That is Mike's <laughs> man for sure
4: No Mike's but, like Mike told uh, me to the part
1: He looks the part huh? Nah but um, uh,
4: I'll
1: go next Oh wait wait
4: I didn't even, I didn't even go my prediction I didn't even do my prediction I was okay. just yeah they're asking questions um but yeah no Arsenal um Newcastle Saturday Ooh, uh, when is this at Saint Mary's as well 1 30 p.m eastern standard time on Saturday um yeah primetime game um to me to me I I feel like this is an extremely important match. I um, mean, because not only is it against one of the teams that we expect to finish, you know, in the mix of the top four, five, six ish area, um, but also this is a big match for me in terms of confidence <clears throat> for our team moving forward. Um, and this will tell a lot about my team because away recently, we start off we start off the season really, really well away, you know, not conceding goals, winning games. And recently, you know, in the Premier League, at least away, um, we've had very, very slow starts. Um, and going into St. Mary's, I think it's one of the toughest places to play in the Premier League. Um, the team is buzzing right now. And yes, they will be down some players. But um, I think this will be a real test for us. Um, it won't be easy. I'm sure it'll be a, another rainy night in <laughs> in uh, in London. Um, but prediction wise, um, I, I think we, we get out there with a two one win. Um, I, I think we'll get scored on. I think St Mary's will just help them. That twelfth man will help them get to a goal. Uh, but I, I expect us to get out there with 2-1, and I, I really just want to see Odegaard come back to form. I think this goal will help his confidence a lot, and um, I, I need to see him uh, a lot from him this this coming Saturday. But, yeah, 2-1 for me, 2-1. We
1: uh, play Fulham. Um,
2: Where?
4: <laughs>
1: at Craven Cottage uh yeah, it's a it's a <laughs> yeah i mean it's going to be a tough game i um at this point it's very hard to 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 pinpoint you know where where do we turn you know like what you know who mike said it earlier when i was saying like who do you bring in who do you bring in? I mean, like at this point i really don't know who starts casemiro left the game uh you know injured so he didn't he got subbed off at halftime um, So, I mean, I don't know. I guess, you know, we'll, we'll see, you know, Maguire, Lindelof, the we'll Regulon, mm-hmm. Regulon. You know, you know what's so crazy about, like, Regulon and his loan? Like, I I actually think that he's been good. He's been decent. I, I don't think that he's been bad. But I also feel like my standards for a left back have also dropped Terrific. significantly. Um but, yeah, man, I think um, it's going to be a tough game. I just it, – it's tough because on both ends, it's just like I don't know how we're going to create goals and I don't know how we're going to keep goals out. We can't defend and we can't score. You know, it's not like we're like that <laughs> Liverpool team. That Liverpool team from a few years ago, they could score. They just couldn't defend. And then you would have teams like – I would even say like Chelsea now. Like like you guys are pretty solid defensively. Yeah, I like – yeah. Not really worried about you guys competing. I'm just worried about you scoring. And I, unfortunately here we are. So um I'm gonna go with a one-one draw uh, at Craven Cottage.
4: It's not uh, sure.
1: that um yeah, man. Yeah. I, I think the goal the goal's gonna come from like an unusual, you know, it's gonna come from Amrabat, you know, it's, it's something like that. It's uh it's <laughs> <is laughs> he right wire score. header.
3: Dude, Mason is dude He might give you guys one
1: no, McGuire Mason, header yeah. he, He's absolutely <laughs> I'm so over 60 he thought, million he thought, ah! he thought He thought I wouldn't recognize him Because he shaved his face But yeah I was just... cheated out here 60
3: million for Mason It was
1: out. It was on the third goal, The second goal
3: <laughs> What did Salam say Are you having a laugh Yeah,
1: was, yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh man Have <laughs> me
3: laugh
2: 60 oh, million, million.
3: Now I look at it and I'm just like it's there's no way we did that. There's no way. But anyways, English,
4: man. English talks.
3: Chelsea Tottenham. Yes, sir. Ooh, two, that's one, game. two one. I, I think we have the guys to you know compete with them. Two one. Um one. if everybody's back. <laughs> I didn't know if y'all heard, but two one what? Two one. two one. Two one. Who? What? Two one
1: who. Tottenham. Oh, Tottenham's going to beat you. Oh, you think? Oh Tottenham's no, no no, win? no,
3: no. Chelsea, Chelsea's going to beat Tottenham. Oh, okay. More. I was going to say the same uh, thing. Yeah, my That's bad. Great. My
1: bad. Anyways,
3: <laughs> I I didn't know if y'all heard but Nkuku's in the pipeline 2 weeks away. So, oh. be,
4: very hype. Hype. be very worried. Nkuku high. Be very worried. I'm just saying. Not, no, I'm not going to lie. He's he's, he's going to be good for you guys. I, I I have full confidence in like his abilities. As long as he stays healthy, I think he'll be great. But yeah. your team?
3: Gabriel, <laughs> 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 yeah. okay, we'll be winning the same thing this season. <laughs>
1: you guys have any shout-outs before we get out of here? Mm. Uh, I wanted to shout-out oh, yeah. Yosef for coming on.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. Sangalo, CEO.
1: And I also wanted to shout-out Eric Ten Hag i are
3: out of hags, my boy. I back you.
1: No, I, right now, Mike. If any, I, I'm. I have. I'm at the most hogs in here. He said, Y'all got any more of them hugs? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I'm on the most hey, hogs. Been on. I'm trying to tell you. No, it's not him. It's the players.
3: Oh no, no, I I know that. Because at this point, if if you you watch the game every week, you're tuned in. You've seen Ole. You've seen, T- uh, what do you call it, Ragnik. You've seen Jose. You've seen all these guys come through.
1: Yeah.
3: And there have been some guys on the team that are constant. They haven't changed. And I mean, yeah. it's obvious.
4: Yeah. The players. Some the guys got to go.
3: Some guys got to go. Where
4: are the
1: players?
3: <laughs> Show me the players.
1: Show me the players. <laughs> Where are the players, yeah. I just- Bro,
3: do you think, you think he should bring Sancho back, though? Like,
1: no, no, shit. No, I mean, I, I know no, it's done. It's done. It's done. Like, but. Yeah, apparently, like some of the players have leaked out to the media that they're unsettled about the way he, they think that he's uh, too harsh on the way that he's handled Sancho.
0: I'm like, apparently, bro. apparently, they're saying that he's, um, Sancho's been going through the direct channels and the right channels to try to come back. They said that. That, that's what I read somewhere. Needs to that just piece.
1: apologize and just like yeah, yeah this is, you know this is, there is this no, is like, all
3: over an apology.
1: This come is on. all over it. But I mean, like I think that there's more to it though, man. Come on, like yeah, we yeah, paid exactly. a million. You know what I'm saying? So like from a financial standpoint, yeah, he has to play. So if he's not playing, it's because like, bro, come on, man. Showing up to training because you've been playing FIFA, and then, and then you'd be losing in FIFA, and then you'd be losing <laughs> in the FIFA too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> On and Shame. off, the Shame, uh, you know. What I say? like your winning, bro. I saw a tweet. <laughs> that the person he, the person he lost to sent him a, a, a message saying, "Get some sleep. You got trading <laughs> good."
4: <laughs> Could you imagine? Hey, oh, nah, man, that's. I'd happen. be. I'd, in, I'd be in my house sick if I was you. I'm playing socks <laughs> yeah. right
1: now. Hey, get some sleep, young buck. <laughs>
4: Yeah, yeah, it's up. probably some 10-year-old kid too. That's oh, always part.
1: Ice up, son.
3: Damn, y'all really don't have nobody. I'm trying to look at your front.
1: Martial. <laughs> they're, they're talking about they're talking about bringing this guy back from uh Getafe. Uh y'all, cool. need it, <laughs> oh. <laughs> y'all need him Greenwood? Oh. Y'all need
0: that's crazy.
1: Wow, that would be low as hell. Yeah, nah, I'm done with this. They time. went back to Finish.
3: greedy. Greenwood, y'all oh, spinning the block crazy. That's wild. I did want to say something real quick <laughs> before we get out
1: of here. I thought it was interesting. I heard this earlier. I remember a few, remember when we were talking about Girona and they were like, like they were up there in La Liga.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, so oh, Man City, I actually
4: did see that some yeah, yeah. I saw this. So, I saw
1: this. <laughs> Man City has a stake in Girona and they've been sending all their guys over there. Like, so the guy, one of the guys who like runs uh Girona is Pierre Guardiola peps brother <laughs> so they've been in cahoots with like like their team is like playing well too I don't know if you've seen yeah that. yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah they the well because they're they're getting it from the source but you know <laughs> but no, essentially like they they may be in trouble though because if they finish in the Champions League spot you can't have two teams owned you can't be owned by the same have two teams owned by the same owner the Champions League at the same time. Oh, really? Uh, what?
3: Yeah, so they would yeah. have
1: Why? Yeah, which is why this Sir Jim Ratcliffe guy is good because he's like, I don't own all of it. I only own twenty five percent. Like, <laughs> fucking, yeah. oh, they,
4: the, the, I think the I think the exact thing was they own I think like forty four percent. So yeah. they would either have to. If they're like they majority owners. Sell some. Yeah, they'd have to either sell like a significant amount, or they would have to essentially Girona will have to give up their Champions League spot to the 5th place in La Liga which yeah I thought it was crazy too so long it was nuts nah. so
0: so the rule is if you're a majority, majority owner of a club i think you can't rule. have two clubs in the in the Champions League
4: competing because sure. yeah because at that point I'm, yeah i'm sure there's so many like rules i don't want to speculate i guess it makes laws. sense
3: so Jim, you can, Rat- you can you can launder money through <laughs> both clubs. Who else does
4: <laughs>
0: who, who else does Jim Ratcliffe own? Does he, he have to take uh, another team? Nice, I believe.
1: Is it oh, nice? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and we all know what their coach was saying about the black players uh, last season. So that's kind of that's very really bad. <laughs> glory, glory, Man United. Bring on the racists too.
4: <laughs> oh
1: my God! Thank God I'm a Real Madrid fan and there you go you tell me I know you say, uh,
3: messy hype oh
1: ex-vito <laughs> <X-Vito>, man <laughs> Suarez
3: on the way appreciate mm-hmm. it
1: appreciate everyone